Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and I am really, really excited because I haven't done one of these shows in forever. I, I have bands on all the time to talk about the scene and talk about the band, promote the band, but I never really get to do this type of show anymore. This is a end of the year scene showdown, and I am very, very happy to, is it reintroduce you? I, I don't think so, but you have been on the show this year. I am very, very happy right now to introduce again. It is Jake of Pyro, Ohio. Jake, man, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. Um, it's good to be back. You know, uh, I, I, I appreciate you having me back. It's, you know, it's this felt like a family vibe the first time we did it. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be going to be more of the same. It's going to be fun to let loose. And that's uh, we were just talking about it. But that's kind of the cool thing about being a band with very little expectations that's been broken up for a while is, you know, the, uh, the, uh, pitchfork and, and, uh, torch crowd isn't probably going to come after me as a <laughs> fairly obscure band in the scene. You know, if I start shit talking their favorite album or what have you, but that said, I'm going to keep it pretty positive. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. No man. Stoked for it. That is, that is the way to be. I, I like your outlook on that. And yeah, man, don't even, don't even worry. I mean, even being the underground podcast, however you want to say it, people will still come with the pitchforks and everything, but normally they come after me. So <laughs> you, I'm the shield. Yeah. I am the shield to you in this episode. Okay. I appreciate that. It's, it's kind of a, uh, uh, don't shoot the messenger, uh, type of setup, you know? Yes. Yes. I, I totally agree. But yeah, man, it is, it has been a very long time as I, as I mentioned, being able to talk about the scene and, Man, I really had to think back. I don't know what it was about 2023. And I know it's very cliche to say, oh, it went by so quickly or blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows that. I did a ton. I worked a ton. I, I moved. I did a lot of work on the podcast and you know all that kind of stuff, plus my real world job. It's just so weird, though, that it was like time went by stupidly slow, but then insanely fast. And I had to look back in between every promotion I did to try and find all the albums this year because there were so many. Even though we talk about the scene being dead, when I talk about the scene being dead or dying, I'm talking about the way the live scene is. I'm talking about the way the fans are. I'm talking about the way some of the bands act, that kind of thing. Not necessarily the music. There's been some fucking amazing music that came out in 2023. So how are you feeling right now? How was your, how was, I guess, because obviously you came back, right? Pyro, Ohio comes right. back. But what about the rest of your year? Did you have the same type of feeling I did? Uh, yeah, my life in general has been in kind of a bit of an upheaval uh, situation. But yeah, same thing. feel like I worked my ass off. feel like there was some good and some bad. But in between, you know, yeah, I just I struggled to keep up mm -hmm. with music. I felt myself going back to uh, more nostalgic albums. Ah. Yes. So I did have to just go back. Thankfully, I'm I'm I perpetually like a bunch of songs on Spotify. So I had a convenient liked songs list that I went back to throughout the year. Ah, yes. Th thank God I had that. But um, yeah, I, I feel that way, too. I feel like our scene is a microcosm of the weirdness that is 
music in 2023 sure. and soon for in general. Uh, like, what the fuck are we doing <laughs> as a society that like w- was Taylor Swift the only musician that put music out? Yes. This year? Yeah. Like, why? Time the person only one of the year. About. Time person of the year. How how fucking insane is that? I just man, I, this is this is a fresh subject because today at work, like some coworkers browbeat me over Taylor Swift, and I don't know why because <laughs> like okay. I don't know. They they started to, I guess, is she beefing with Kanye again? I don't, I really honestly don't. Maybe it's because I live under a rock in West Virginia. No, but, I don't know, buddy. No, look, uh, I live in Austin, Texas, and I don't know. They were shit talking Kanye, and I, I appreciate Kanye, especially mm-hmm. like the first three or four albums. I, I love it. I thought there was great social commentary. He was ahead of his time. He's always believed in himself, and it worked. And now he's kind of crazy, you yeah, know? But sure. like, I don't know. I felt myself defending Kanye. Which isn't you're never on steady ground doing that, but I don't know. It's just like what what happened with Taylor? I well, don't know, man. Okay, so tell me tell me if I'm wrong with this one. I think I heard, I know, and it sounds like people probably think I'm pretending or something, but honestly, I I don't I don't know this for sure. But I did hear friends talk about one time we were like on a trip down to Oktoberfest or something, and they had mentioned that I guess when that whole thing went down with MTV where he you know, remember MTV, right? When he actually, you know, got up on stage and ruined her acceptance speech or something, right? For an MTV award. Or was that the Grammys? Something like that. Some award show, right? right? That happened. Yeah. And then. Yeah, that's right. He interjected. Yeah. Classically was like, I'm going to let you finish. Just hang on. Just hang on while I diatribe for a while. Yeah. 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 I remember that. That that was news for everybody. Mm -hmm. But then I heard that he had called her to apologize or something and during the apology he had recorded it and then asked her can i use the recording for an intro to a song or something and she had said no but he did it anyway that's the only other thing i know about that whole back and forth okay so is that not do they not bring that up because maybe that's just completely made up Uh, i don't know i don't uh bits and pieces uh they I don't know. I think just as coworkers, they must not pay attention to me much because <laughs> they feel like they can inform me about about music. And it's just here's the thing. If you listen to heavy music or punk or what have you, you you tend to have a foot in everything. Like sure. punk punk listeners are very, you know, open minded and eclectic people. And uh I don't know. They just were like so shocked that I knew so much about Taylor Swift, despite being a fan, or Kanye, despite, I guess, being a white dude that likes punk rock, and that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But uh, I don't know. Every Music has to have, like, a political affiliation, I feel like, these days, and that just, like, that's not why I listen to music. I listen exactly. to music to escape bullshit in the world, right. you know? So, like, I don't know. It's just that. I guess they didn't know what they were walking into. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, I gave, I gave him a pretty good history of like Kanye's career, at least what I know of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a Kanye expert either, but I know he's, he's an influential musician and you may not like his words, but, um, the music that he composes, um, to rap over is excellent. Sure. So yeah, big, I didn't expect to, <laughs> to do the whole Kanye intro, but I, yeah, I felt like I had to bring that up. No, man, I, I totally get it. It's. I don't know it, it, the whole music scene in general to me has been very very weird. When you bring up the political part, 
I think that even now, you know, don't even count what three, four years ago, don't even count 2020, just 2023 now. I think all the political stuff has amped up 2023 into 2024 even more. And I've had to either mute or unfollow a lot of, you know, quote unquote, influential people in the scene because I just don't want to hear the political stuff over and over again. And I'm all for do whatever you want in your music. There's not even a but after that. Go and do whatever you want, but don't expect me to follow what you're doing if I get bored with it. I mean, to me, we have bands like Rage Against the Machine. We have other bands that I think make better political messages. I don't really need all my music to do that. Sometimes I just want to have fun. Honestly, I just want to have fucking fun. Yeah, that's, yeah, well said, Ian. Uh, Yeah, man, and and no one's done it as well as Rage. Yeah. So just leave it to them. Yeah. Uh, They're back too, right? So yeah, let them do it. I don't know, man. It may maybe, man. Not to make the whole podcast about Kanye, but maybe huh. it had to do with him uh, running for president. Oh, or possibly, to, or whatever that was. That just clicked. But I don't know. All of his initial albums were about, hey, I'm going to make something of myself and get rich despite dropping out of college. And he did. And yeah, and he did. And now he's friends with Donald Trump, which I think was the goal before Trump was president and was just a rich guy. So. Yeah. I mean, he did it, you know? No, <laughs> so, he definitely did. Yeah, yeah. He did it. His dream came true. So, yeah. And and sometimes I think, and and this is being a little negative, I guess, and I can't put words in other people's mouths, but the way I see a lot of the bands in the scene is I think a lot of people are clout chasing. And I think a lot of the bands want to be mainstream, but not mainstream for doing scene music. They want to be mainstream for being pop. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they're looking for. They're looking for the people that will get and I understand looking for money. Who doesn't want more money? I I am not saying that that's a bad thing. But that's where we'll put the button. But I do not like when our music is changed or we're told we are wrong for not liking pop music when we are supporting what is supposed to be our scene. That is our music. I don't have to support pop music. I don't happen to like most, I would say, 99% of pop music I don't like. So for me, I want my bands to be scene bands because that's the type of music I like. If you want to leave the scene and go pop, that's that's your own choice. Just don't expect me to follow you. I don't owe you anything at all. So I will support you while you're doing my music. But then once you're not doing that music anymore, my support goes away. Even if you're a great person, and I hope that you are. But I'm not going to fund your venture into pop music because that's not what I like. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's, you know, the more mouths that a project is going to feed, the more input you have that is, you know, away from the original um, ideas that the band had of, of what they wanted to sound like, I think. And it's just, you know, you... You, it seems like it always falls into this formula where they have a fantastic album that's well regarded within our scene. And mm-hmm. then, then uh, you know, they latch on with a bigger label or bigger management or all of the above booking company, who, whoever works with them. Mm-hmm. And with that come the, the dreaded A&Rs who tell them that all of a sudden they were doing everything wrong. And, yep. and those fans were just a fluke and that they, they need to change things up and it's all going to, go better and everybody's going to, 
you know, get to eat Papa John's instead of Little Caesars in the van <laughs> next time around on tour and everything's <laughs> going to be fantastic. But it's all the same, man. It's just you see that pattern with so many bands that it yes. would be so refreshing to see one say, fuck, you know, we're, we're going to stay true to ourselves till the end. Well, there are a few bands who do that. And- but Jake, that is that's the problem right there. And you said that so well, that that was great, because I do believe that a lot of that is the case. What I hate, though, what comes from that is and I know you can't be honest about it, right? You can't come out to the scene and say, you know, on X or on Instagram. I don't know. I go back and forth between Twitter and X. But when when you go and you make your album, you can't go, well, all right, everyone, we caved. We want Papa John's more than we want Little Caesars. So this is going to be way more pop. (laughs) It's just the way it is. We listen to the label. What I hate, though, is they come out and they say, oh, but this is the music we really wanted to do. How can you keep on doing the same metalcore album over and over again? We want to try something different. And we always wanted to do this. Well, if you always want to do this, then you should have done it before. There was nothing stopping you from becoming a pop band. Yeah. It's just everyone can become a pop band if you well, want. And scene music deserves to grow, too. Right. It doesn't. Success shouldn't be a bridge into another genre. And that doesn't happen in other genres. Yes. Right. So, yeah, it's it's frustrating. It's just it's just uh it seems like the, there's a constant fight from the beginning of time in punk to um, kind of tame it. Mm-hmm. And that's why most people are drawn to it in the first place. So it's very counterintuitive. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's absolutely correct. And yeah, look, we saw it with an album that didn't come out this year. That probably would have been the biggest album of the year for people that enjoy that music. But Bring Me the Horizons, new album, got delayed. Supposed to come out in September. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, but that album, I can't tell you how many times I've heard from people for years that Bring Me the Horizon by going pop would bring over the fans of pop music into the scene. They'd hear Chelsea smile and then they become scene fans. And I don't think that has happened with a single fucking person. I don't care what anyone says. I cannot believe that it's happened. I I don't, I've never seen it happen. So I'm sure there's something out there and maybe you can tell me a different story about it. But normally when I introduce people to scene music, I use scene music. And if they start liking it, that's what they like. They're not going to go, oh, well now we're going to follow this band into pop and then come back again. It doesn't seem to work that way. It's not really a two-way street. It doesn't seem like, and it's just because of, It's a testament to how drastic that band has changed. Yes, absolutely. And there were several albums I liked, even even There's a Hell and some of the ones where they started to experiment. It was still digestible to me. But then, um, I don't know. uh, Credit to them for being a band who who at least admit what they're doing is (laughs) drastic. Yes, yes, um, they, they absolutely did. Right. But, yeah. I don't know. They dipped their toes into so many different genres and took what stuck and, you know. Yeah. Whatever. I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't know anyone who's ever gotten into later Bring Me the Horizon and said, you know, that. Let me go back. Yeah. All of yeah. Sudden, yeah. All of a sudden they're into Pray for Plagues too. <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way because 
there's also such a difference difference in production polish yes. between the two that it's going to lose a lot of people who just have an untrained ear for hearing music that aggressive, yeah. uh, music that challenging, whatever, whatever, um, whatever adjective you want to use for music like that extreme music, mm-hmm. because that, that is extreme music. I don't know what separates their debut from death metal. It might be death metal. Oh yeah. So, I think it is. Yeah. You know, they're, you either love it or hate it. That's the thing about death metal. Right. So I, you know, that's the same thing. Same thing about bands on the heavier end of the spectrum in metalcore. You either love it or hate it. And, um, you know, back in the day now, don't get me wrong. Like there are bands that are heavy as hell that, that still have sweet chorusy parts, but mm-hmm. you know, that still never won over my high school girlfriend. I don't know about you. Right. You know, it's like they, they still had to sit through three minutes of really heavy metal core. They weren't, they weren't about it. Now, I guess a band like Silverstein, that's more digestible throughout, sure, sure. you can see it, mm-hmm. but yeah, heavy music's just heavy music, man. And if you like it, you're you like not going to win everyone over. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah. And that's what I've said on the show before when it comes to the fans. See, that's the other thing too. I find it very hard to blame the bands if they are looking for now, like I said, I don't like the way they present it, but I don't think that it's bad for a band to want, you know, more money. I, I don't think it's bad for a band to, if they really truly want to be pop, if that's the type of music they want to make, then go on, go on, do it. What I'm more, not necessarily embarrassed about, but disappointed in is the fan base. I, I'm sad that the fan base won't stick up for the scene. I'm sad that the fan base doesn't seem to want the heavy music anymore. And that's what worries me. That's what scares me. Yeah, because where where will they go? You know, like, I guess everything's cyclical and eventually maybe it'll be back once we come to our senses as fans. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I hope. But it's it's concerning because... I still have the same love for songs I discovered in my early days of enjoying heavy music and it hasn't gone anywhere. Right. So I don't know. I don't know if what causes other fans to, to be flakier on what they like and don't like and what's trendy, you know, um, like what is architects? Oh I see God. architects <laughs> as a heavy as fuck band, but what are they doing? I, I love that band. I can't. And I, Jake, please in them. tell me, tell me what you thought about that new song, please. Yeah, the one that just came out like a couple weeks ago. Seeing Red. Yep. Mm-hmm. There was one part that I loved and it reminded me of old architects. Yep. Yep. And the rest was what I expected. Yep. Uh, I thought they marketed it really strange with uh, like releasing the song and using a lyric, but making it seem like it was kind of a shot at the fans. Well, yeah. Lastless. That whole that whole song was making fun of fans. Okay, the whole song was making fun. See, yeah. That, Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt a, that. I just had to. Oh, yeah. you're good. I mean, this is a band who's known for their intelligent lyrics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to act juvenile and mock the intelligence, possibly of their fans, seems just off. Right. Off brand for a band who is known for their strong message and how they've conveyed it in the past. Yeah. Disappointing. I get it. We're not architects and and you have all the power in the world to do that because you're architects. But I mean, they, they influenced artists, including myself. Um, 
then I, you know, we hold them to a standard and that's the price you pay for being an influential band in the scene. Yeah. We have a right to be pissed. Yes, exactly. And here's, here's my thought on it. And I really don't think anyone has said this. I obviously don't listen to other shows and stuff, but I would be surprised if anyone brought this up. So to me, I have a, I have an aversion to any band that pretends to be tough guys. And that song to me seemed to be a very like, oh, are you happy now? Like, come say this in my face. Like at one point in the song, they mention, you know, the life is not the internet or the internet isn't a real thing. Like as a come and say this to my face yeah. type thing and, and you'll find out, you know, fuck around and find out kind of thing. Then, but then why do they care what people say? Well, that's that's one thing is why do you care? Because you are selling, right? You're you're doing very well still. They made two horrendous albums. The last two albums have been absolutely horrendous. And I and I don't understand why with Josh from Silosis on it. You had all the Right. You have the the right format of people, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then here's my here's my issue with with tough guy stuff too is that I don't know if you remember the story, you might have been out when this happened. I think this happened in probably 22, maybe beginning of 23, possibly. But there was a time where Architects was performing live. A fan jumped and rushed on the stage and was saying, you let down your brother. Your music is terrible. Like, why are you doing this? Like, all this kind of stuff. All the things, like, maybe people weren't thinking in their head, you let down your your dead brother, for sure. But all the other stuff is what the fans were thinking. And you would think that someone, like, if someone jumped, if you had a dead brother and someone jumped on stage while you were playing, do you think that person be walking out of that arena? Uh, I'd be surprised. The way I see it, it's my stage at that given point in time. Um, if the, you know, you know, on the stairway up to the stage, it it says that's my time. Yep. Whatever. Mm -hmm. If I get a 30 minute set, that's my time. Yeah, I probably would have handled that real white trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my stage at that point in time. I have officially paid rent for this stage this yep. 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would take it personally because in my mind, that's my stage at that point in time. Yeah. So Yeah. But architects just took it. So they took it. They didn't do anything. And sure, Lamb Goat and other places make, you know, hey, Craze fan rushes on stage at Architects show and they talk about it. But now Architects is going to make a song talking all tough. Like if you go up to them and you tell them that their music sucks, they're going to do something about it. Well, you had your chance yeah. and you didn't. Well, if this, if it was an early 2010s architect show, the shit would be way too crazy for someone to get up there and anyone understand what they're saying. Very true. <laughs> Very true. That's it, a good I mean, point. if it's, if it's, if it's 2014 architect show, there's yep. 10 people on stage beating the shit out of each other the whole time. Yes. And yep. that's what they should get back to. Yeah, I, I, that's what I would, I mean, look, unless they made, unless they made so much money with those last two albums, but I, I remember two albums ago, I don't even remember the name, but we did a whole show on how horrendously bad it was. I think I caught some of that, yeah. Yeah, and then the, the last album, we didn't even bother because they sound like Imagine Dragons. Right. So, Agreed. if they're making the money that Imagine Dragons are making then fine. I, I totally get it. Don't go back to your heavy stuff because you're making so much money. I get it. But to make that song seems like maybe things aren't going as well as you thought they were going to. So now you're trying to get a foothold in. But now their fans are just going to be the people that follow the trends. Because like you said, that song follows the trend of what the scene is right now. So 
they're not making architects music still. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Yeah, they they really uh, there was a point in time where that was that was band number one for me. Oh wow! Okay. As as leaders of this scene, you know, mm -hmm. like everyone looked to them for inspiration and just how well they handled tragedy within the band Absolutely. at the peak of their careers. Very there sad. At the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. If what what do you do at that point? I mean, I get it. It maybe that manifests as fest itself in a different way maybe that has a delay maybe it's finally getting to them uh you know but i like to think tom wasn't the only good writer of music in the band right when he died you know they they're capable i would think so totally capable. yeah so yeah it's it's a shame but it's it's one of those things where they're also they've they've gotten to that point by by being hard-headed mm -hmm. so it's it's hard to say how they could write the ship at this point in time, but yeah, low, low blow on what the way they build that song yeah. recently, because it seems like it's just an attempt to cause fans to fight in the comments and drive interactions. And it's not a, that's uh, just not as wholesome as it used to be. Right. Nope. Very true. Well, look, let's get away from the negativity a little bit, okay. even though we're telling the truth, let's get away from right, the right. negativity. I'm sure it'll be back. Yeah. I, oh, it's <laughs> definitely, it'll definitely come back. But at least for right now, I did put a little list together, and I'm sure I missed some bands. I'm sure of it. But it's a small list of bands that came back this year that had gone away for a while. They came back with singles that I thought really captured or recaptured their style. It wasn't something that they came back and they started following trends or becoming poppy or any of that kind of stuff. So obviously, first band I have on the list is a band I had on the show, and I had Jake on the show right now. It is Pyro, Ohio, with Of Shadows and Substances. You already know how much I love that song. I really appreciated... Oh, wow. I appreciated, I really appreciated how you came back with one of the strongest songs that I've heard from you guys just in your entire career and how well it seemed to do as well. It's still on my rotation of singles for sure. So I had to... I mean, look, I'm not kissing your ass because you're on the show. You uh, already know how I feel about that song. So Yeah, you, you don't you don't have to do that, man. No, no. What yeah, was that like for you? you we'll go to the other ones after. Uh yeah, it was great. And uh happy to report we're uh we're writing a follow-up. Uh we're taking it a song at a time. It's not a quick process. Uh no. Pete recently had a baby girl. So oh, congrats. The, his, it's awesome. his focus. I'll let him know. Yeah. Uh but yeah, we're we're plugging away. It's been awesome. It's been a huge mental health boost for me to just do something else creative again. And my initial outlet of creativity, playing music. So yeah. it's been awesome. Um, we've seen a lot of familiar faces come back that we recognize from back in the day that said they also enjoyed the song. So you can't you can't beat it. Absolutely. Well, then going on. And I don't know if you heard these. You probably heard some of them. Maybe you heard all of them. We'll go through it. I've got Bless the Fall with wake the dead i thought that band was gone so it was very cool to hear them come back and come back pretty much as strong as i remember them being so that was nice woe is me came back with red and then just surrender came back with i think it was choices and find you out again find you out again yeah so they came back with two but each one i think the reason why i made this list in particular was because i always appreciate when bands come back after a long period of time, and sound like themselves. They didn't come back like, what is the point of having your brand if you're going to change it? Agreed. That's what I always thought was weird when Attack Attack came back. 
because they did not sound anything like Attack, Attack. And mostly that's because the three main members that anyone cared about were no longer in the band. Big members, yeah. Yeah, so they just they end up becoming generic, new metal, pop, rock, whatever. They don't, they don't sound post-hardcore. They don't sound metalcore. They don't sound electronicore. That is not what they're doing anymore. So I appreciate when a band who has a brand comes back and says, this is who we are. This is what you missed. And here you go. That's what I appreciate. Yeah, agreed. Um, I got, I got one to add. Okay. Um, yeah. Scapegoat by Reflections. They haven't been gone super long, oh, okay. but about three right. years. Yeah. Uh, that's the craziest song I heard all year. That single song is just the most insane guitar-driven thing I've ever. It's like six minutes long. Shit. Okay. Just yeah, uh, dripping detuned eight string and crazy effects. Love nice. That. Okay. I'm gonna have to. I mean, I could have sworn I heard it, but now I'm gonna have to go back and listen again. Uh, the, the artwork for the single is like a crazy, like face dripping black ink looking shit. It's pretty cool. I'm sure, I heard uh, it. Okay. That, that band's always had, like, always been great musically and great visually as well. Okay. All right. Um, awesome. Man, woe is me. What a wild ride. Yeah, right. Woe is me. <laughs> Remember, like, the classic Rise Records rap battle when issues first came out between yes. them and Woe is me, where they were talking shit to each other? Yep. And they had, you know, their, their new lead singer wasn't bad, but he was like, I think his name was Hans or something. He was foreign. Yes. He was also kind of a homophobe or whoever wrote the lyrics where that was. Oh, kind of was that? Oh, life. I gotcha. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's hard for you to laugh with a dick in your mouth, <laughs> or whatever the fuck they did. That was kind of fucked up even back in like whatever year that was. twenty thirteen. Right. 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 But yep. Yeah, that was. And then Tyler went through all his shit where, you know, I guess now it's a little, little easier to hate on him. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what a wild ride. Woe is me back. Very, very true. Didn't have that in the cards. Yeah, they came back. They did like, what was it? Two or three reunion shows or two or three shows in general and then put that single out. So I would assume they're back for good, but I can't say that for sure because I really haven't heard anything from them since. And there's an Issues Farewell Tour. So yes. It's almost like the you had the Rise Records rap battle. Yep. And then issues subsisted for a decade and now immediately to take the torch as well as me again. And, and they'll always be in constant limbo of being a band. I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to bring out like special featured vocalists or something for, for that farewell tour because they lost their two most important members, right. the two that sang. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how you even do a farewell tour when you don't have those people that people cared about. Uh, yeah, agreed. It's very strange. I can say that as a guitar player, nobody's ever given a fuck about me, and I could not go do it without the singer that I have and the only singer that I will play music with. Yeah. You know, you know me though. I have there are lots of guitarists that I believe are integral to certain bands, but there are bands where the vocalist overshadows everything. Right. Right. I think a lot of times you can still look at at the guitarist. Like I know the guitarist for Issues is Skylar. Right. But I don't think Skylar ever really set the world on fire. And I'm, I apologize to anyone who's going to be hurt about that. But I don't really think, I, I think he's talented. But I don't think at that band, was he bigger than Tyler or, and I can't believe I'm forgetting him. What I don't remember the uh, Screamer's name. My, Michael? Was it Michael? Michael? Yeah. Michael something. Yeah, I, obviously it's Michael something. Was it with a B? 
Michael Bone, Boom. Bomb. Was it Bomb? Bomb. Something like that. Something with a B, yeah. Yeah, something with a B. No, you're you're on the right track because I used to make fun of him because he he was such he was such a dickbag at points. So I remember, yeah, I think it was I've heard, I've heard that. Michael Bond or Michael Baum, but he he made that huge announcement when he was leaving the band that he was going to be in a, ba- a band that was even bigger. And in that band, he wasn't singing. And I think he was the drummer or something, <laughs> or like the back background second guitarist. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Well, and that band went nowhere, shout nowhere. Shout out to singers who uh, can play another instrument. But that is true. Uh, I agree. He definitely with that. made his mark as a singer, so I would see him continuing to. Yeah, and maybe what was me now? Maybe he will be able to to do that for sure. Maybe he's become a better person. I don't know. The way his attitude was a lot was. I, yeah, I don't think you could be in either one of those bands and not be a complete dickhead. For that's what, probably a good I'm point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. Anyone else on your list there? Uh. Man, that was, yeah, sorry to get into the. No, that was this quick was one. Me, I didn't have a whole lot for that. What was me issues, East Coast, West Coast rap battle that was. Um, <laughs> as far as comebacks, uh, I don't know that any of these would count as comebacks. All right. Not in my, not in my pile the, of things I like. Things I didn't like, there's some comebacks that I rip apart. Okay. All right. We'll try and space these out. You want to do so. I, I think people have listened to the show for years. They know kind of how I do it. I don't do a top 10 list. I, I tend to want to talk about all the bands that I enjoyed or listened to so that people have that opportunity to do that again. So I have a very long list of albums I loved that came out this year. Yep. And then I have this kind of medium list of bands that <sighs> there's either something missing i feel in in the album itself or i didn't give it enough listens or i just didn't connect to it i have that list and then obviously i have what i consider the bad albums list okay and then i have an ep list as well that's kind of goes with the full album good list okay so do you want to do the kind of just didn't connect to it album because these ones can go back and forth they can be something that someone loves or they can be something that someone hates to me it's there's something there but it just didn't either grab me completely or I need to keep listening to it. You want to go with that one first? Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go. Okay. With that. And feel free to stop me. Oh, you're good. That's not a list that I formally have over here, but I yeah. feel like I can give good input on that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. Here we go. So I'm starting with Scarlett O'Hara with Overthrown. Once again, a band that came back that I love that I, you know, I had them on the show when they first came back. They put out a great metalcore album. You know, they left very early on after that first album. But when they came back, they did another metalcore album that sounded just like 2010. Sounded great. And then they went into new metal. And now it's like new metal radio rock. And I think there's talent there, but I'm just not connecting to the music. I probably got to give this album, it just came out recently, so I probably got to give it a few more listens, but it just didn't grab me right away. I agree. Love the band. Um, got maybe too excited when they initially came back sure um, and you know maybe it wasn't intentional um but again that's a band that's they're not huge in the scene but they're probably big enough that their a and r is trying to force their hand on their sound might be and that's just uh, that's just a just a post-hardcore conspiracy theory <laughs> and i don't i don't know but i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you yeah. well i'll i'll read through these 
and you let me know if you want me to stop and talk about something, but I got a, I got a long list here. So here we go. Go for it. Wind Wakers with What If I Break, Lock It with Superluminal, Of Virtue with Omen. Good band. Yeah, yeah good, very good band. I just, for some reason, it just didn't, it sounded a lot more radio rock to me. Yeah. And I was looking for something a little bit heavier, but I'm going to give it another shot They're, for sure. They heavy so well that you hate to see them depart from that. Exactly. Right. And a band that's been around for years. Yes. So. Veterans, for sure. Very established band that has their own sound that people expect at this point. Yeah. yeah. And they're trying something different, agreed. but it just maybe doesn't connect as much to me as I wanted it to. Yeah, agreed. Then we've got Poppy with Zig, Movements with Ruckus, Trophy Eyes, Suicide and Sunshine. Decent. You know what I thought? Yep. Alt with Abiance. Abiance. Maybe if I learned how to talk correctly. They're, they're a very good band for sure. There's just something missing with that. I think I need more time with it for sure. But they're one of those bands that can be really heavy and really interesting and then slip into, you know, electronica radio rock. Right. And that I don't connect to as much. But very, very talented Australian band. Then we've got Through Fire, Devil's Got You Dreamin', Kingsman, Bones Don't Lie. Kingsman. Yeah, you know okay. Kingsman? Uh, Facebook friends for over a decade with guys in that band have not played shows with them. Oh, okay. But, uh, very talented hard worker yes. is what I gather from them. Absolutely. Hard worker. Yep. Once again, more, just seem more radio to me, just more, I don't know, that streamlined. And they were just dog dick heavy when they first yes. became a band. So out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. So then dead lakes with daydreamer. Suicide Silence with uh, Remember You Must Die. Right. Yeah. Periphery, Periphery 5, uh, Gent is not a genre. <laughs> I do love the title, but yeah. it just <laughs> didn't connect as well. It's as it's to be expected from Periphery, I guess. Yeah. They're, they're a love or hate band. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're on a power trip as the leaders of that genre, and they yes. they'll never be brought down to earth, and that's, that's respectable. I can't, I can't talk shit. My my amps are directly modeled from Misha Mansour's. I use his uh, JST plugin. Yeah, it, yeah. My, his tone is my tone. Oh. I can't get too pissed. I got it. I got, I got yeah. it for sure. Yeah. Next up, we got Unity TX with Ferality. Uh, big fan of that band. Seen them live a million times. It just seemed like there was more filler than I was expecting. Like you know what I mean. So once again, I'll give that some more time. I'm actually going to see them live coming up soon again. Big fan. It's just, I don't know, just didn't connect as well. Then we've got Misfortune with Gravity's Rainbow, Taproot, uh, their return with Scissors. I didn't even know about that. That's cool. Yeah. They're touring again, too. I, I actually, I really look forward to seeing them live again. They are one of those really good bands that are live that are very interactive. I mean, Steven jumps off of second stories and huge amp crates, and he's still doing it to this day. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm into that kind of thing. I'm a live show guy. Yeah. And that's, yeah, they, they've always stood out to me because of their presence on yes. stage. Absolutely. All the time. So I'm looking forward to seeing them again because I've seen them probably like 15 times by now, I would say, back yeah. in the day when I was a kid. So now we've got Crown the Empire with Dogma, Veil of Maya with Mother, uh, Polaris with Fatalism, mm -hmm. Conquer Divide with Slow Burn. Uh, yeah. Polaris, uh, did they... Did they just lose a guitarist? Yeah, that was very sad. Yeah. 
And I, I think this album was recorded. This is the last thing he did. And I wanted to love it. I really did. But it just, it didn't outperform their last album to me. Like, that's why it's on this list. Not a, It's not a bad album. It's just, there was something missing for me. And maybe I got to give it some more time. But at least for right now, that's just my feelings on it. Yeah. Then we've got uh, Conquer Divide with Slow Burn. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. All-Star Girl Band, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They came up like at the same time as us and were playing a lot of the same little clubs we were at the time. Yep. They're now they're now a hundred times or a thousand times a bigger band than us. But remember Conquer Divide for being, you know, Girl Power Ohio. Yeah, yeah, Girl Power Ohio. <laughs> well their their first album was fucking great. Maybe we're ma- maybe we're male Conquer Divide. I there just you remember go. like <laughs> every every tour that got booked for us in a couple years span, like we were the next band playing after Conquer Divide. Oh, Their that's really funny. We're still on the on the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's cool to see them still going. Yeah, yeah. No, well, they they left for a while as well. So they okay. left. I think they had some. If I'm not mistaken, I think they had some uh some people leave, and you know they had to recast and do all that kind of stuff, bring in new people. But once again, it's not because of anything with their. It's just. Once again, it sounded too radio. It sounded like they had changed. They weren't post-hardcore anymore. And that's what they were when they first started. Right. So that's what I miss. So And they're not really doing that now. But I think they're doing very well. So that's great for them. It's just not as much my style anymore. So then we've got Thy Art is Murder with Godlike. Code Orange with the above. Uh, Carnifex mm. with, uh, was it Necro? I almost want to say Necronomicon, but it's not. It's... Necro uh, something Manatium. I, I can try to say it. Let me pull that up. Necro. Oh, Necromantium. Necromantium. I had to like uh, zoom in a little bit because I have this yeah, list you, in front of me. You got it. Yeah, there's a there's they like their Latin in yes. that band. Yep. They're, those guys are probably scientists on the side. Great band to see live as well. Just Agreed. saw them recently. I think I saw them twice this year. Like yeah. very fun band to see live, but it just, I don't know. Once again, it just, maybe it was just too much. They did not go radio. I can certainly tell you that, but yeah. I've been listening to Carnifex since high school, man. Love that band. They're, they're great. It's just, this just did not connect the, the way that I wanted to. There were a few big bands. What, what was before? Oh, Thy Art is Murder. Uh, yeah. Also, also Code Orange. Like Black and the Heaviness. Yeah. Code Orange. Uh, saw them when they were the Code Orange kids back in the Oh, yeah. Fall. Yep. Same here. My buddy Jonathan booked them in in Blacksburg, Virginia. Small. They they weren't opposed to playing small gigs. No, no, no. They definitely they've worked very hard. It's just now they're just weird. So right. one song will <laughs> yeah. be one song will be heavy hardcore whatever. The next song will be radio, and the next song will be a spoken word fucking pop song. It's so weird. So for me, that's just I am not connecting the way I used to. That's the way I'm looking at them. They probably feel the pressure of WWE putting them on the map too. They they uh, they played an intro for uh, Bray uh, Wyatt. Shit. Yeah, or I wanted to say it was the the Danish guy, the other guy. Um, hmm. His gimmick was basically being the normal sized Undertaker. I can't remember. Oh crap! I I don't remember either. Then ah shit. Huh? Oh, but you mean like Alistair Black? Alistair Black. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, they did. His his first intro song in WWE. They probably did both. Yeah, they Bray did. Wyatt did have some heavy bands. That, yeah, they probably had a really nice contract with WWE. Oh yeah, for sure. But now they can do whatever they want. Right. So I think that's what they're doing. I don't even know if it's feeling pressure. I think they're just doing whatever the fuck they want to do. So they just put out stuff whenever they want. 
They don't care because they're making money. And I think that's that's the way they like it. Yeah. So then we've got uh, Blink-182, One More Time, The Used, Toxic Positivity, uh, Asking Alexandria, the first time, where do we go from here? The first time they haven't been on my horrible, horrible list in like years. You know what? I agree because that's the first Asking Alexandria album that I've been able to listen to all the way through. Right. I would rather, if you're talking radio rock, whatever's on shitty Sirius XM and stuff like that, oh, I would yeah. take, yeah, I would take this album of Asking Alexandria over pretty much all of it. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of thought put into it. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. It's still, it's never going to be the old shit, but it's, it's digestible. Yeah. Yeah. And once, and I'm a huge fan of Matt Good being a producer and everything. I think he does, I think he does all this stuff amazingly well. It's just, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I think I said it when it came out. I think that's the perfect album title for them because I honestly do not know where they go from here. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit of foreshadowing. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And then last on the list, cause like I said, these lists are long last on the list is actually two bands that have been on the show this year. Archetypes collide with their self-titled and for the fallen dreams mm. with their self-titled. Right. Both of those bands, they, they kind of have the same thing for me, is I think they do what they do well, but there's so much deviation in what they're doing that it's hard to connect to it. Like for The Fallen Dreams is an amazing metalcore, post-hardcore band, they, and they made an entire yeah. album of new metal songs. Yeah, they, well, they were the heaviest band in this scene for so many years. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Just obliterated your ass. Yep. I mean... That's another band that I've listened to since high school, and you know I don't want to hate on everything they do. I know they need to grow as a band. I know they're adults now. They got kids. They need to. They got mouths to feed, bills to pay. But it's just hard to look at that band the same way when, like their first few albums, literally they went through two different vocalists, and both of them had to even just like track vocals differently from anyone else in metalcore because of how fast everything was and how mm -hmm. just the phrasing was so tough yeah it, they, they were recording single words to make everything so heavy yeah and i i noticed the parlor tricks but didn't care because it was, it was so done so heavy. well right yep yeah it was seamless it was so good and look and i and, I, and they got a they got a good place in my heart i'm not ever going to be pissed about that band i said that about architects before but you just saw me unleash on them. <laughs> uh you know that's cool we we know who they are they know who they yeah. are and i expect them to totally recover yeah i think so it, too i didn't yeah uh, it's not an album i'm gonna put on every day like their first four or five i mean i i started defending that band i think the first time people started not digging it even yeah but. they did a lot of changes they had like you said multiple vocalists and everything look that's that's why for both bands actually why I enjoy doing the show with people that will be honest about things is that both of them were when I when I accepted that interview with both of them I've wanted to have for the fallen dreams on the show and they and just timing never worked out but I was open with both of them about how I felt about the albums and I was asking them why would you do this like why are you changing your sound especially with for the fallen dreams why are you changing your sound to do this do you think you're going to connect with the audience as well? How how do you think the fans feel about it? Do you think you're bringing up bringing in enough new fans? 
to replace the older fans that you're going to lose from this. Like, that's what we talked about. And I appreciate their honesty and how they're feeling about the albums when they do it. So that's why it's not on a bad, because I don't think what they're doing is bad. I just, once again, it just doesn't connect to me as much as I'd like it to. Well, yeah, I, and I think, I think they, 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 at this point in their career, they know how to take that kind of criticism. Well, not, arch- you know, I'm uh, sorry, archetypes collide are brand new. Right. So they've got a lot. They could change their whole sound and go right. complete pop or they could go yeah. deathcore. Who knows? But yeah. yes, you're right. With For the Fallen Dreams, for sure. With For the Fallen Dreams, absolutely. Yeah. With Archetypes Collide, uh, liked it. Yeah, it's probably just for them. It's it's easier to fix. It's probably a matter of just uh, maturing a little bit and seeing. And by the way, sounded great live. Yeah, I'm sure. That's what I love, too, is when there's a lot of electronics on an album. And then they come live and they don't have to, they can actually just play live and not worry about the electronics. I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. I, yeah, with electronics, from my standpoint, it just seems like another thing to worry about live that probably won't work. Sure. You end up unplugging it, <laughs> throwing it past the PA yep. and picking it up after the show. Cause I mean, unless you're playing big gigs where you have, you know, professional sound guys taking care of that stuff. It's usually too much unless your drummer's running it ah, on sure. some kind of pad mm-hmm. in the back. But, ah, uh, yeah, that there's so much that can go wrong. Uh, we felt so much freedom the day we ripped all that shit out and just started playing the songs. Right, right. But that's, that's my opinion. Nope, totally agree. All right, let's go over to, because I don't think you made this list either. Let's do the uh, best EPs. You okay with that? Let's do it. All right, running through a long list again. <laughs> I love that I love so much music. It's just that it's always funny. I think I have a reputation for hating so much stuff, but I have oh, so yeah. many stuff. Ian hates. It's Ian hates, <laughs> I know. All right, here we well, go. It, yeah, go for it. We've got Post Profit with Self Defeater, Unwell with Trial and Error, Texas in July, their return with Without Reasons. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Knives Exchanging Hands with Bitter, once again, another band who came back, who I never thought was going to come back again. North Carolina represent my home scene. There you go. I love, I love everything that band does. They're fucking good. I got to get them on the show. We've got uh, Tethra with Endure, What Lies Below, Darker Colors, Hawthorne Heights Return with Lost Nights. Totally missed that. Oh, it's, it's really good. They actually are bringing back the Screamo sound. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot because before they were just going like radio rock pop or whatever. Now it's more, they're putting that screamo element back in, which I enjoy. We've got Dead Awake with Feral, No Life with Delinquent, Poet the Band, Death Era. Know those guys. Yeah, they're they're good guys, right? Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah. Uh, Bristol, Virginia slash Tennessee. Uh, Saying knives exchanging hands were out of my local scene, but you want to talk about my immediate local, local scene. Poet the band from Bristol, Virginia slash Tennessee played some of my very first gigs there at the Woodman. Oh, okay. Uh, All ages venue mm-hmm. there. It, a band that even predated Pyro Ohio. Oh, so this might be a different guys. poet the band then. Well, so this band had Spencer in it, uh, and he was in a War Within. Yeah. Well, they're a half Michigan, half Tennessee. Okay. okay. Internet band. Gotcha. Yeah. Friends with the other half. Ah, okay. Now I got gotcha. you. Uh, Aiden and and those guys are from my immediate neck of the woods. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I I appreciate what they're doing. I'm hoping to hear more. 
This was just a taste, I think, since they're relatively new and old together. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Next up, we've got, oh, another another return, Jamie's Elsewhere with Paradise. Still didn't necessarily capture everything Jamie's Elsewhere was, but not a bad showing uh, for sure. Right. Then you've got Better Better Lovers with uh, God Made Me an Animal, uh, American Nightmare with Dedicated to the Next World, Teeth, a Biblical Worship of Violence. You've got The Undertaking with Superstitions, uh, Whiskey Girl with Chrysalis. Whiskey Girl. Yeah, new band. Um, someone actually told me this is one of the reasons why I love doing what I do is when people introduce me to new bands, they go, hey, check out this band. And I really appreciate it. It was like post-hardcore electronics. And I don't know, it just, it worked. It worked very well together. Interested in seeing, they, yeah, what they'll do. Are they uh, from another country? Or something? I don't think so. But I don't, I could not tell you offhand where they're from. Interesting choice, Whiskey Girl. Yeah, and the whiskey is with, W-H-I-S-K-Y, so no E in between, hmm. which okay. normally screams Europe because I don't believe they right. use the E, but I don't think it's European right. band. I'll get you more information after this for sure. I'm into it. I'm drinking whiskey right now. So Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So after that, we've got one of my favorites, I and I probably am not pronouncing this right, but it's Delaire, Delaire the Liar with self-defiance or self, yeah, self-defense, sorry. That's and that's another new one. That's England. That's England for sure. But they've got yeah. such a unique sound and super talented. Like I can't wait till they come over to the states. I'd like to see them live for sure. I've been talking about them for a while. If you want to listen to a song that's not on this EP, but to get introduced to them, listen to the track Halloween, and you'll hear exactly what that band's all about. And it is really right. fucking good. Really good. Then my only solo act I think I have on this list. Derek Sanders, the lead vocalist for Mayday Parade with the heavy box, he actually does a song on this EP. If anyone likes old school Mayday Parade, he does a song with Jason Lancaster, which sounds just like a B-side Mayday Parade song that would have been huge if it came out through Mayday Parade. Mayday Parade. Shout out to Mayday Parade. They've always done such a great job. Yeah. I, I, uh, we had the pleasure of using their amps one warp tour for a few oh, yeah. days. And I just always I think I made them uncomfortable because I just always me being a southern Appalachian sawed off little like dude that's <laughs> not attractive. Um would just be like, You are the most beautiful human specimens I have ever seen. Like you are beautiful men. You men are beautiful. <laughs> And I, they're probably used to hearing that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I just remember how beautiful they were. Their hair was flowing on stage. I got the same amount of hair, but my shit just doesn't flow like that. No, they have flowing hair. They are all about that. That shit is windswept on the beach, and my <laughs> shit is, is stuck together and fucking greasy from living in a bed, dude. I just, I was blown away. Like, they they pulled something kind of homoerotic out of me. I just had to tell them how beautiful they were, and they didn't seem afraid. They're the only Warp Tour band. To look beautiful all the time. That is, yeah, that I don't know how they did true. it. Give me pointers. Well, listen, listen to that track. You'll fall in love all over again. I will. I love. I love those boys. Next up, we had the return of Sentinels. They have a new vocalist, and they only put out a little bit on this EP. I'm still waiting to really hear what they've got, but it's called In Limbo. Okay. Anne is okay. The German post-hardcore metalcore band with right. the Abyss Part One. Then I always fuck this up. Maybe you can get this for me. 
and I've seen them live, and I swear I've even heard them say their name before, but I'm fucking terrible at it. I always call them the Callus Doughboys, but it's like Dow Boys or something, or uh, yeah, Callus Dow Boys or something. Big fan, the Callus Dow Boys. It's the Callus Dow Boys. Okay. Supposed to sound like Dallas Cowboys, but ah. Callus as in hardened, as in yes, shut off from the world. Yep, Dow Boys as in boys who practice Taoism, the the religion adjacent to him. Ah. Okay. Yeah, big big fan of the band. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they have that EP, God Smiles Upon the Callous Dow Boys, right? Yes. There yes. we go. And ironically, they're not even all boys. There's like three girls. I know. The I saw them live recently <laughs> again, and they've got like one girl is playing or one woman is playing uh, violin. <laughs> so during, yes. I was like, this band knows great. what they're doing. I love shit like that. That's great. Yes. Same. So last up, we got two more. Spirit Box with the Fear of Fear and Earth Groans with Tongue Tied. That is my EP list. Earth Groans. Whew. Have not met Earth Groans specifically, but my friends in Curses tour with them a lot. Well, there's only one of them. Earth Groans, he, he himself. Yeah, it's he, said. yeah, because okay. he actually uh, brings out, he rents people to tour with him. That's pretty common. It's That's, getting way, yeah. way more common. Yep. Yeah. I remember you talking about that in your, in your last episode with uh, with Matt. Oh, that's right. Bunny the Bear. Yeah. Yeah, he's had so many different bears, but only one bunny. Yeah, that's right. Yes, so yeah. many bears. <laughs> we were talking about that again. It's like seven of them. Yeah, it's it's a crazy, crazy amount. If you if you reunited all the bears to just play a different instrument in the band, he would have basically Slipknot. That's right. Just get them meaner, different bear mass. Bunny, yes. <laughs> bunny and the Seven Bears would be a cool tour, and that's a cool name. Yes, that that yeah. works very well. Oh man, that's good. But yeah, that's that's the list right there. So that's good. Here's a question: Do you want to do the bad albums and then the good ones, so we leave on a positive note? Well, how fired up are you? Oh, I'll get uh, fired up. There's there's no problem about that. Let's let's do good albums. Okay, yeah, I got that's my longest list. Yeah, I'm my an too. album guy. By the way, I don't want to scare you or or the audience here. I think I have sixty six. Oh, I, I thought my 15 was intimidating. Okay. Uh, all right, go ahead. Yeah, I'll I'll open. 